0: It's time for your morning jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ 7.
1: I'm meteorologist Brent Watts, becoming sunny today. Highs at 53. It will be on the breezy side at times, clearing out tonight with a low of 28 degrees. Another chilly afternoon on Thursday. Sunny highs at 46 with a low right around 24 Thursday night. And on Friday, lots of sunshine, expecting high temperatures at 48 degrees. We'll stay chilly all through the weekend.
2: And currently, we have uh, fog warning in the Danville area, 37 degrees there, 44 degrees in Roanoke and Salem, 39 in Bedford, 39 in Lynchburg, 39 in Amherst, and 38 in Appomattox. So, a, a couple of updates from last hour. Charm City is what... Baltimore yep. is known. And I never can remember that. Probably because it's not a very charming place to go. Uh, especially to the people who lost their homes in a sinkhole. And now they're being abandoned. So that was the one thing that I was trying to remember was Charm City. And um, yeah. And then as far as the Great American channel, channel. It's on
3: some streaming services. Like So if you have Hulu Live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, any of the basic streaming services it appears that it's, it's, it's on. It's not too hard to. To get to hold up
2: sling i think it's on sling and some sling,
3: of those um Philo, fubo tv direct tv stream so probably on regular Direc- oh my gosh TV. there's so
2: many it's, it's
3: ridiculous it's probably on xfinity uh, all you gotta do is google it great american country and then just google whatever channel service you have and they'll great you the american channel.
2: family network is what yeah. it's called Very cool. All right, coming up, we're going to be talking with Tony Davis. He's with the Jubilee Family Development Center. They're doing some wonderful things there. They've got a movie night coming up at the Academy with astronaut Leland Melvin, and that's going to be at the Academy Center of the Arts. That's going to be an exciting time for families, uh, for sure. He is an amazing man, and we're going to talk about that coming up in a little bit. Well, if you think your home is clean, there may be areas of your home that maybe you're forgetting to clean especially when it comes i probably am to the kitchen well that goes without saying uh probably the there's some famous chefs out there who is uh who are coming out and and talking about areas that you might be missing when it comes to cleaning your kitchen including your stovetop crevices You might be great at wiping away visible food splatters when you're cooking, but what about all those nooks and crannies in and around your stovetop? If you can't remember the last time you tackled those areas, it's recommended you do so pronto, and they suggest that you use olive oil to get it done. It's like Life Hack Thursday. Uh, It says, I dab a little olive oil on a microfiber cloth, and it works wonders on stainless steel. You can pretty much use any olive oil to shine up your stove, save fancy uh, stuff for cooking. I use generic olive oil for this, and um, it it just does a great job, they say. Your uh, tea kettles, or your electric kettles, tea and coffee drinkers, here's one for you. A professional chef and food stylist says electric kettles can quickly accumulate lime scale. I had no idea until I started making tea and pour over coffee regularly. To my surprise, there's quite the buildup. When you purchase an electric kettle, one of the things you want to make sure is that the opening is big enough that you can even get down in there and clean it really well. They say it is simple to clean, though. You can add a cup of white vinegar to a cup of water in the kettle, bring it to a boil, let it sit for 30 minutes, rinse it, and then fill it up with clean water, bring it to a boil, and rinse it again. One time I did that with my Keurig, and my daughter made a cup of coffee. Texted me and said Did you clean the coffee maker With vinegar And I said yeah I did I think my dad does that Didn't get to rinse that out So sorry for ruining that Million dollar coffee pod That you just put in there Uh, How about the silverware drawer Another commonly forgotten space Can be the silverware drawer Uh, Recently realized That a large amount of crumbs Had accumulated Not really sure how that even happened uh, to clean, you can take everything out, including the drawer liner and silverware. If the drawer has a ton of crumbs, they suggest using a vacuum to get rid of that and uh, and and uh, get it cleaned up that way. Uh, spice and oil and vinegar area. The uh, chef and owner of uh, in Los Angeles says people commonly forget to clean those areas, uh, and you might want to you know be able to go in there and and check that out. So I understand how that can be. One of the best things that I did was I purchased a a little plastic thing that goes in between the stove and the counter. And that makes it so much easier to clean without having to pull the whole stove out and kind of do that all over again. Well, we told you we were going to be talking with the folks from the Jubilee Family Development Center. They have uh, come into the studio. They have a very special event that's going to be coming up on the 20th, and we're going to tell you a little bit about that. If you're not familiar with the Jubilee Family Development Center, you need to be, because uh, a lot of the things that we talk about as far as uh, our families, our children, uh, reaching out, giving our children constructive things to do, making families stronger. Uh, the Jubilee Family Development Center is on the front lines, making sure that those things uh, get done. So uh, Tony Davis is with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How yes. are you?
4: Tony Davis, Program Director at the Jubilee Center.
2: How long have you been with the Jubilee Center?
4: Uh, since 2014.
2: Okay, yes. so a while. Yes, long time. So for someone who's not familiar with the jubilee center tell us exactly what you guys are all about
4: um simply just to change lives for the underserved those Mm -hmm. who are stuck in poverty uh, especially children and their families
2: and uh, working at uh, we and we talk about this on the show a lot when you've got generational poverty um that brings a sense of hopelessness that is Very difficult to overcome, isn't it?
4: Yes. If you see grandma, mom, and now me Mm -hmm. in in poverty, you don't really see a way out. So we try to give them avenues of um, vocational training, Mm -hmm. um, exposure to college tours, so they do have another path out of poverty.
2: So what ages do you work with? Six to
4: 18 on the children's side. We're going to get you to move in just a little bit closer there. There Um, we go. Six to 18 on the children's side. Okay. And any adult. It can be any adult, any age. Okay. Yeah.
2: And and they they just come in and and uh, you've got folks that can get with them and figure out what their needs are.
4: Yes, we just meet the person where they are, mm-hmm. and find out what they want to do, and then give them some, some healthy choices.
2: Can you give me an idea uh, before we get into this event? Of is there anyone that immediately comes to mind a success story that uh, that you can can share with us about how? Uh, or are there so many that your brain's going? Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, um, I don't want to overload, but um,
4: <laughs> you know, I, I thought, thought about one kid who is, uh, I think he's a junior or senior at Jubilee. He's been coming and he initially had D's and F's. That, that was his hmm. progress reports. And then we were just trying to inspire him to do better. He, we know he had potential, um, but he came in my office one day and he showed me his progress report and it was honor roll. Oh. he is on the basketball team at heritage oh. um he is consistently on on a roll now uh-huh. so he was excited and i was excited for him
2: of course you know. i mean you're celebrating life with that yes. young man yes that's exciting things when you see that tell me how COVID impacted your kids
4: um well lynchburg city schools um and i i guess other other entities organizations you know kind of shut down but Jubilee remained open. Had to keep going, yeah. We, um, we we did something called a Jubilee Academy, where the kids were there all day online. Um, we had to upgrade our internet service. So we had maybe 40 kids tapping into the internet. Mm-hmm. And we were like uh, secretaries. Hey, you, you have a, <laughs> a Zoom call at 2. You know. <laughs> so it, it was busy. I think the, uh, the staff pulled together and did well with that. Yeah, I,
2: and I heard... I heard a lot of success stories. I I think probably the Jubilee kids came out of COVID far better than many other children did, for sure.
4: Well, we we didn't have any severe cases where we had to shut down. Yeah. We just adopted some cleaning and sanitizing procedures just to keep going.
2: Yeah. Well, let's talk about this event that's going to be coming up on the 20th. Uh, now you guys are partnering up with amazon prime video and club for the future let's talk about this movie night
4: we have an amazing and free yeah. free movie night coming up on sunday november 20th at the academy center of the arts in downtown lynchburg uh, jubilee's friend astronaut leela melvin will introduce this inspirational true story of opportunity a rover that was sent on mars for a ninety-day mission, but ended up surviving for fifteen years.
2: Wow! Now, um, will uh, Mr. Welvin, will he be there in person? Yes. Exciting.
4: Yes, he will, he will be there. I, I believe he's the moderator uh, for the panel discussion after the movie.
2: Okay. All right. And of course, he's so good. Talk about somebody who stepped up during COVID. Yes. Uh, he was doing so many videos and uh, instructions for children, trying to you know keep them inspired and sparked for learning uh so he's going to be there in person uh for this event talking about uh this and he does get very excited when he's talking about these oh yeah
4: he's, he's just a kid inside you know he, <laughs> yeah. he was the one who actually called us with this opportunity okay and you know for for someone as small uh, for an entity as small as jubilee mm-hmm. to have um amazon wanting to show it in right. this market is, is huge yeah
2: well, it probably didn't hurt that you had an astronaut. yeah, well, will it? <laughs> a friend of you, you know, yes. just you know just an astronaut. Yes. Uh, so the tickets are free, but you do have to register beforehand. Yes, you do. Okay. And so I mean how does that how does that work? Do they just go
4: to There's a QR code. Okay. Um, we have it on our social media outlets. I think Leland is promoting it. Um, you scan the QR code. Uh, You put in your information, and you can get up to four tickets. Now, if you want more than four tickets, let's say you have a family of six, Mm -hmm. you just use an additional email address.
2: Okay. All right. To do that, we're going to put that up on our page as well. Uh, Of course, you are a nonprofit organization. Uh, Let me ask you this. Is there an opportunity? Will people have an opportunity to donate? to the jubilee center at this event or is there a way they can do that through your website
4: Um, you can do it through the website Mm -hmm. um you can come by jubilee you can you know mail it in um we are are appreciative of any any type of donation
2: uh you guys are located at 1512 florida avenue in lynchburg yes okay all right very good so again this is coming up on the 20th Astronaut Leland Melvin is going to be introducing this movie, and then there's going to be a discussion afterwards, so you can actually ask him questions.
4: Yes, and not only Leland, it will be uh, some folks from BWXT, uh, Liberty University Space Program students, they will be there also.
2: That's exciting, very exciting. Thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me. We
2: really appreciate it, and we appreciate all the work that Jubilee Family Development Center is doing. Thank in this so area much. for our children. We'll be back with uh, more as we're talking about uh, the gummy bear maker Har- uh, Harborough,
3: Harborough? Harborough. Yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. Well,
2: they rewarded a man who found a company's $4.8 million check. We'll tell you how they rewarded him when we come back.
0: You start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. No space to I'm a gummy bear. Oh, i yummy, funny, lucky gummy bear. Start your mornings on the right foot. And listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
2: So, gummy bear maker Harborough rewarded a man who found the company's lost $4.8 million dollar check. And you're not going to believe how they rewarded him. Apparently, the man in Germany found the lost check Helped to destroy the check at uh, their behest, and even sent a photo proof to the company. In return, he received a thank you box of candies.
3: <laughs> That's it? Like not even like like a lifetime supply of gummy bears? I
2: mean, I mean, it's a lot of money. At least, at least, if it was a lifetime supply,
3: my kids would be pretty happy
2: with that. Uh, especially those gummy bears. They're really good. Uh, The man in Germany found the lost check for 4.6 million euros made out to uh, the confectionery, and received what he thought was a pretty cheap thank you gift of candies. He said he was on his way home from visiting his mother when he saw a piece of paper fluttering on the ground, picked it up, and saw that it was a check made out to the gummy bear maker From a German supermarket chain. He said there was such a large sum on it. I couldn't even pronounce it. He told the German media outlet. He then contacted the candy maker. Whose lawyer told him to immediately destroy the check. Which he did. And even sent photo proof as requested. (laughs) They then sent him a box. Which included six packs of the company's products shame six bags of gummy bears are you kidding me harborough confirmed the incident and said the check was uh was crossed only the company could have redeemed it anyway oh okay um they added they sent another uh they sent the standard thank you package they <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely and you know not. what this incentivizes
3: if they lose another check i think the person's just gonna keep it
2: just or and, and at least try to <laughs> oh my gosh so did their their thought was well he could have cashed it anyway so it's not a big deal that, that was kind of their attitude that's that's tacky sorry and i will tell you the black forest gummy bears are better anyway the ones with the real fruit juice in them that's all i'm going to say about that. Uh, Did you guys hear about Jay Leno? He has suffered some serious burns at an accident in his garage. Now, of course, he's known for having all these fancy antique cars and uh, taking, well, Jay Leno's Garage, that's the show that he does uh, right now. And apparently, there was a, a fire that started out in his garage, and he had some pretty severe burns. Had to be hospitalized because of it. Uh, they're saying that uh, in a couple of weeks he should be okay, but he did have to be uh, hospitalized. So hopefully that's going to go well for him, but um, I don't know. That's uh, that's not good. Uh, Nick Cannon is responding to reports. Have another kid? Uh, he hmm.
3: actually is having another kid. I think he's at like 12 with like... Ten different women. I don't know. It's it, it's
2: it's a lot. He's had a lot. Uh, there are reports that he's paying as much as three million dollars in child support. Does Nick Cannon make enough money yes. to pay three million dollars in child yes. Does he? Yes. What what is he doing that he's making three million dollars? Well, what he's am got I his missing? own show. Uh okay. and he's
3: got his own like radio uh he's got his own talk show and then he has Wild Now. Okay. So Well he's
2: not staying but so busy, evidently. Do you want to
3: guess his net worth? No. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. Is he
2: getting is he still getting money from uh Mariah? His he's net worth is twenty support? million, so
3: and he gets five million dollars a year from his uh his jobs.
2: Oh well there you go. Uh he did clarify how much money he actually pays in child support each year after the US Sun estimated he spends about three million. He said, I definitely spend a lot more than that on my children annually. The All That alum told the Neighborhood Talk on Friday. Such a good show. I don't plan to ever have to participate in the governmental system of a child, he continued. Oh, well, aren't you a great guy? Uh, Cannon became a dad in April of 2011 when he and then-wife Mariah Carey welcomed twins, Moroccan and Monroe, now 11. (laughs) After their split, the uh, host welcomed three children with Brittany Bell...
3: We're, we're going to be here all day if you read all this. And Abby
2: <laughs> De La Rosa, Uh Rosa Bell thirty-five gave birth to son Golden and daughter Powerful. Yes, he certainly wins the award for worst children's names. Um, and I, I, I was mean, followed by his son Rise.
3: There's do a you child. Get it? Wait a minute. There's his a child son named Rise, North. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Oh, it's terrible. There's a child named Northwest out there. So, which. Not his, though. I isn't know. That, isn't that Kanye's? Kid Kanye or something? and Kim, Northwest. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping they would name their other kids Southwest. Amy. I don't
2: know that that can be powerful or rise. <laughs> Those are pretty, pretty good. Um, then he has twin sons, Zion and mm. Zillion. What? Yep. And daughter, Beautiful. Cannon is also the father of legendary. And daughter Onyx. Wait, wait, legendary? (laughs) Yes, legendary. Legendary canon. Oh, dear Lord. And, uh, And has more on the way. Yeah. The former Nickelodeon star has defended his unconventional family dynamic in the past, telling Dr. Laura Berman in February, he doesn't really think monogamy is a healthy option. I feel like that gets into the space of selfishness and ownership. Well, we don't have any of that going on with you, do we, Nick? You're you definitely there. You go, love, love. You are definitely spreading the love, shall we say?
3: Uh, but
2: that's just—it's pretty—it's pretty
3: disturbing. Yeah, I don't—I don't think that's all. Good. That was like my favorite, one of my favorite shows as a kid. Oh, oh hello. All that. Yes. Okay. I couldn't put thoughts um, together. My my brain froze with my sneeze.
2: Madonna is taking people to task right now. She is asking people to stop bullying her after fifty cent called her a grandma on Instagram post. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Madonna and 50 Cent are going uh, back to trading barbs with one another online. The latest episode happened after the material girl posted a video on her Instagram and TikTok. uh, Mouth lip syncing to a track by rapper Baby Keem, 50 Cent, reacted by posting a screenshot of an article on his Instagram that is headlined, Madonna using rap music for clout. TikTok is pathetic and truly disturbs my spirit. He wrote in the caption, I told y'all Grandma (laughs) was on like a virgin at 64, LOL.
3: Okay. Still my favorite.
2: Apparently, they they haven't been getting along for a while now.
3: Yeah, my favorite 50-cent barbs are when him and Floyd Mayweather were going on it, and he bet, was it, uh, I think Floyd bet... Uh, fifty cent like a million dollars if he could read like one chapter of a book or something. And
2: well, he is mean. I will say this: last year he went after Madonna. She posted a picture of herself on a bed wearing lingerie. The rapper reshared the photo and captioned it, "This is the funniest I've
3: ever seen." LOL. Well, I think it's funny, Madonna. I thought you were going to talk about how uh, where where Dal Yankovich and his his quote unquote biopic made Madonna his girlfriend the whole movie for the whole like. For the whole movie, I thought that was really funny.
2: <laughs> he really is. He really is mean to her. But uh, you know what? I don't disagree with him. Cover up yourself. Stop getting plastic surgery. I mean, be it, a grandma. That's it's his okay. five.
3: It, that's his five cents on things. It's just
2: <laughs> or his fifty cent, as the case may be. Yeah. WDBJ 7s on the way. Got to look at your headlines for Roanoke Southside and the new river valley and we're going to be back with your weather forecast which is calling for some really foggy conditions on the south side so be careful out there and the deer are crazy this morning you be careful
0: It's time for your morning jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7.
1: I'm meteorologist Brent Watts, becoming sunny today. Highs at 53. It will be on the breezy side at times, clearing out tonight with a low of 28 degrees. Another chilly afternoon on Thursday. Sunny highs at 46 with a low right around 24 Thursday nights. And on Friday, lots of sunshine, expecting high temperatures at 48 degrees. We'll stay chilly all through the weekend.
2: Oh, Lord, the things that happen when the microphone's off is pretty interesting. Uh, Currently in the Roanoke area, uh, we have temperatures around 39 degrees, 40 degrees in Bedford, uh, 40 in Lynchburg, 41 in Amherst, and 41 in Appomattox. Uh, Danville is 39 and definitely still has some fog uh, lingering in that area. Well, Tom Brady, back in the news today. Tommy boy. Apparently he's moving on. It was uh, mere hours after his ex-wife Giselle Are they officially divorced yet?
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, she was They had a prenup so it went by like that. There you go.
2: She was spotted out with her jiu-jitsu instructor mm. and immediately Tom Brady removed all traces of their former life together on his Twitter account.
3: I can't believe Tom Brady really ruined his family just to prove Adam Schefter wrong because he leaked his retirement announcement.
2: (laughs) Former New England Patriots quarterback uh, used to display a sweet photo of uh, his wife and himself with their kids and uh, all five of them gazing at the sunset with their backs to the camera. However, Sunday, he abruptly changed the photo to a solo shot of himself in his Buccaneers uniform. The switch came as photos of the newly single Giselle and their kids having dinner in Costa Rica with the jujitsu instructor made headlines. Despite getting the rumor mill churning, an insider revealed the cover girl and fitness instructor weren't just friends, after all. And uh, while she may not be jumping back into the dating scene, she and the football player are adjusting to their new unmarried lifestyle focusing on their kids. Well, except for you Erased all of their photos, but anyway, I mean, I don't blame him for getting rid of her pictures if that's what he wants to do. But the kids, I don't, I don't understand. But how could I possibly
3: understand what? I bet he still has a picture picture of one of his kids (laughs) on there. Just one. Yeah, if Gronk's still there, that's that's his child, basically. What? Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, he was a teammate.
2: Okay don't think he's a child, though. He's Tom's child. Okay. Uh, quote, er- unquote. Amherst County Humane Society took uh, its support beyond animals under its care to donate to the canine program for local law enforcement. The Amherst County Sheriff's Office took to Facebook to announce a donation of over $5,000 uh, made by the Humane Society. People offered their congratulations to the Sheriff's Office in the comments and extended appreciation to the Humane Society. Amherst County is uh, proud to have such a great Humane Society, one person wrote, and that's pretty cool that they're taking care of uh of the canine units now you guys take care of the canines don't you now is that amherst or is that in uh lynchburg Uh, so those of you who are just tuning in bryce is training to be a uh, a producer here on the show she's done with me well (laughs) you've probably been uh, burning the candle at both ends long enough at this point um so you guys because you work with animals Mm -hmm. you're a trainer and that kind of thing um, and you work with those some of those dogs.
1: Yes, with some of the uh, Lynchburg Police Department canines. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll board them sometimes. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you had uh, we were talking about Leland Melvin earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has some interesting dogs.
1: Yes, he's actually a client at my workplace, and he, uh, yeah, he brings Rue and Zorro in for appointments. What is and it, Rue? Rue and Zorro. Nice. Rue R O U X. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 great dogs. They're, uh huh. And they're, they're Razorbacks. Like, yes. Uh. Rhodesian Ridgebacks. R- oh. Yes. Rhodesian Ridgebacks. They I've are, never heard I'm of not that. Not mistaken. They are like a African hunting dog. They're, okay. they're massive. They're huge. They're really big. Yes. But they're very good dogs.
2: Hmm. We'll have to ask him questions about that. Yes. Maybe.
4: Yeah.
1: He he's honestly, if you if you Google Leland Melvin, the <laughs> The first thing that'll come up is is him and his dogs
2: who is it? leland melvin yeah the astronaut oh oh yeah yeah, yeah and
1: he was uh i think mm-hmm. he he was also in the nfl for ah for a couple seasons played right for the, the cowboys and giants uh-huh. see yeah but
2: but those dogs man they are absolutely humongous yes,
1: they're they're very large
2: pretty cool a story out of richmond the richmond airport tsa detects an artfully concealed knife inside A passenger's laptop. Now, what good could come from that? It's bad enough that people are just leaving guns in their bags. Uh, A man from Williamsburg was stopped by a TSA officer at a Richmond International Airport after a double-bladed knife was found inside his laptop. The knife was spotted through an X-ray imaging machine at a security checkpoint in the airport. TSA officers searched inside the passenger's bag but they couldn't initially find the knife. Officers then reported separating all the items out of the bag, ran them through individually again. Then it became evident that the knife was inside the man's laptop. Officers began to disassemble the laptop and found the knife artfully concealed inside the guts of the computer. TSA Federal Security Director for the airport praised the work of the officers who took part in the search The traveler initially told security officers he had no idea there was a knife inside his computer, but later confirmed the knife was his. Now, why would anybody need a knife in their laptop unless you had something that you weren't supposed to be doing going on? Especially if you're trying to get that laptop. Clearly, he was trying to get it into the cockpit, or not the cockpit, but in the inside of the plane. Not like he was putting it in with his baggage. That's a new one. Haven't heard that one. I thought I'd seen a lot of things, but that's an absolutely new one there. So, well done you. Uh, luxury RV resort has been shot down by the Pennsylvania County Board of Supervisors. Yesterday, the uh, they reviewed a motion that is ultimately going to block a luxury RV resort from being built. Members of the community had previously voiced disapproval at the plans to build the resort. The community showed up to voice those concerns. They were all heard by the board, ultimately helping to come down to making that decision. In the moments just before casting the votes, William Vic Ingram, the chairman of the board from the Tunstall District, said he would support the people in what was the most difficult decision uh, being faced by the board. It comes down uh, to what I said in a church meeting I attended. If the majority of the people are speaking out against this, I'll stand with the people, and I stand by what I said then as much as I do now. As the board cast its votes, the audience waited. The unanimous decision was released. And the crowd was very happy. Hmm. There's a lot of these uh, that are being proposed right now. I know that there's one that they're wanting to build up towards Smith Mountain Lake. Now, I don't know if that's a done deal yet or not. I'm not really sure what the appeal is of these new uh, RV parks or what it's close to. Glamping. Yeah, that's not glamping, though. Glamping is more of the really fancy... Tents and yurts and things like that True So I don't know uh, There's a new Mexican restaurant That is going to be opening up in the new West division of Riverridge Mall in Lynchburg It's called uh, Papagallo And it uh, is doing a soft opening This week And wants to be fully operational in the next two weeks And it would seem That it's run by the same people Who do the Locaratas, same ownership so I don't know what is gonna be setting it apart. I guess they're this is more focused on like margaritas and signature drinks, so maybe more bar
3: like. Be like El Jefe, which is like a tequila bar, but they serve tacos. Like different. El jefe tacos. has amazing tacos. They do. And I, I am uh, so happy it is walking distance from where I live.
2: <laughs> you probably eat a lot of tacos. Uh yeah, I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's calling itself a bar, but obviously it's setting itself apart. It's it's certainly not like La It looks kind of cool. Might have to go check that out. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her
0: 5 minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
2: Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at F&L Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Go by and uh, sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member, and you can save money off your bill as well. And they're taking special orders just in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Today, we're going to be making a Sicilian chicken soup. Now, if you like Carabra's, uh, this is kind of a copycat version of the soup that they serve there. Uh, It is gorgeous. It is full of flavor. And I will tell you, the soup, as I'm giving it to you, serves about 10 people. So you better love leftovers unless you have a large family. If not, you can cut it in half and just use a couple of chicken breasts instead of using a whole chicken, which is what the recipe calls for. You're going to start with a four to five pound whole chicken. You're going to want to, you know, remove the giblets, all that. Uh, In a large soup pot, you're going to put that chicken down in there along with a finely chopped yellow onion, a large one. You're going to put in four celery ribs diced, three carrots, Uh, that you're going to dice, two red bell peppers diced, and two medium russet potatoes uh, peeled and cut into a half-inch dice. You you want those to be pretty big. And then you're going to add enough water to cover that chicken by about an inch. Bring everything to a boil. Then you're going to add in your parsley, your garlic, some salt and pepper, and let that simmer for a couple of hours on your stovetop until that chicken is just falling off the bone. Then you're going to cut that off, cut your temperature off, and uh, after it cools down a little bit, remove that chicken. Let it cool until you can handle it, and then you're going to start removing uh, all that delicious tender uh, meat off of, of that chicken and set it aside. In a medium saucepan, you're going to cook your pasta. I like to use the little ditalini pasta for this. Uh, but you can use any pasta that you like. Drain it well, set it aside in a bowl. Then you're gonna use a potato masher and you're gonna just mash some of the potatoes that are there in that soup and stock. And that's gonna thicken up that soup just a little bit without having to add in flour, cornstarch, that kind of thing. After that's done, you're gonna add back the shredded chicken, add back the noodles, and, uh, and then serve it up. Uh, and I like to put a little Parmesan on the, on the top. You can serve it with a nice Italian bread on the side, maybe a little Caesar salad. It's a delicious meal. If you leave the potatoes out of it, if you want to make, you know, the big version, you can even freeze it, and it freezes well. If it has the potatoes in it, it doesn't freeze quite as well. You want to check out this Sicilian chicken soup? Just go to Facebook, type in Janet's 5 & Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by f Market, where their meats are cut above.
0: Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam.
2: I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily, and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. F&L Market will have you holiday ready as they celebrate Thanksgiving with some great deals. Spiral Smoked hams are $2.48 a pound. Whole country hams sliced free are $4.29 a pound. Save on whole boneless pork loin, $2.69 a pound. And beef bottom round roast are $3.98 a pound. In the produce section, save on North Carolina sweet potatoes, just $0.59 cents a pound. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at FNL Market. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above.
0: The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
2: Hope you're having a great Wednesday. So far, we're halfway through the work week. That's a good thing. We're glad to uh, have you tuning in with us this morning. Keep our numbers handy. Put them in your phone. Uh, thank you for all the text and the calls that we have today as well. Uh, a lot of folks texting in, kind of weighing in on the the whole thing with uh, Trump making his announcement uh, Uh, Some folks saying they wish He had kind of had that attitude You know When he was president Because he was kind of subdued Really uh, for him last night Some fun stories before we tell you goodbye today Uh, Another Guinness World Record Broken in Wyoming As a 150 foot Beard chain Was created A bar in Wyoming Beard chain Beard beard. uh, B-A-R-D? Yes. Got it. Competitors for the National Beard and Mustache Championships gathered at Gaslight Social where their beards were clipped together into a chain. Alright, well a lot of these beards are really, because I thought some guys would not be comfortable. That would be way too up close and personal. But these are some serious, you know, like Duck Dynasty beards that were clipped together. So I guess that's a little bit different. Well, You've got that going on. Uh, it measured 150 feet, breaking the record of 62 feet and 6 inches, which was set in Germany. As you might expect, they uh, embrace the facial hair a little bit more there in Germany. So, there you go. It
3: is No Shave November. So.
2: It is No Shave November. There's a lot of people participating with that, for sure. Uh, 325 people cleaned shoes to break a, a world record in London. What is it with the world record thing? All of this started up again after COVID. People were bored and, I guess, looking for things to do. I've never seen so many people trying to break world records. Some of these are jokes,
3: world records, though. What do you mean? Like, longest beard chain. Like, it's interesting, but I just need a bunch of people.
2: Well, you need... I was going to say, you don't just need a bunch of people. You need a bunch of people with beards. I have a friend who has the... uh, the world record for hugs. He broke it at the Salem Fair. In
3: Brett a Sharp, minute? Like hugs in a minute or something? The,
2: in a in a in like a 24-hour period or something. But yeah, Brett Sharp holds the, the world record for hugs. And the interesting thing with that was, and he is a hugger for sure, but the state fair is, I mean, it's hot. And I bet you he changed clothes like 12 times. He has so many shirts with him. Because he didn't want to be sweaty and disgusting while he was hugging people.
3: The longest hug was 32 hours, 32 minutes, and 32 seconds. Yeah,
2: This is for um, the most people hugged. For sure. A Maryland couple attending a birthday party at a restaurant found their reason to celebrate when they won $50,000 with a scratch-off lottery ticket. The Kingsville couple told the Maryland lottery officials they were out celebrating when the husband decided I'll pick up a few scratch-off tickets, just for fun. He said, I figured there'd be no line because the Powerball excitement was all over. They scratched off the tickets and discovered one was a $10 winner, but was difficult. another was difficult to understand. I was looking at the bonus part and didn't focus on the instructions at the bottom. The couple put the tickets aside until a bartender passing by spotted the $5 holiday cash instant ticket and alerted them uh that's a fifty thousand dollar winner Woo! now see that guy deserves more than gummy bears because he could have just said oh would you like for me to throw these away for you and that's, then he could have won I 50 grand a tip. No, I, exactly I, so he,
3: but based off of history he would get instead of like six bags of gummy bears he should get what one
2: <laughs> well no because he actually could have won the money unlike the gummy bear story that's a,
3: that's a fair point
2: uh, the pair said they didn't have any immediate plans for their winnings, but they will continue to play scratch-off games. See, I've got something planned for Christmas Eve this year, Ooh. and one of the things that I'm going to do is, I, I am going to do scratch-off tickets. Surprise! When you think about it, when you think about it, there's, um, you know, it's not that much money. And then if they end up being a winner, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. I've been given
3: scratch-off tickets for Christmas, like, if... You know, in like a family setting, like someone will just buy a bunch, like the dollar ones, a bunch of them.
2: Well, we do, um, sometimes on on Mark's side of the family, they'll do a family thing where it's a $25 minimum. And one year, that's what we did, was we did like $25 in scratch-off tickets. You would be amazed at how ugly people got wanting that. They wanted (laughs) wanted to win. They wanted to win because it was Dirty Santa, so you could steal somebody's gifts. That thing got stolen a lot. Lottery tickets and booze. They always go very well with that. I'm not sure what that says about his family. But that's another story for another day. Maybe. You know, you hear a lot of stories about uh, animals being abandoned. And, and uh, as a matter of fact, my father-in-law, that's how he got his cat. Not head, was because he was abandoned. That's how we have Buddy. Buddy was abandoned on the side of the road. Animal rescuers were summoned to a Pennsylvania highway. ...to collect not a puppy or a kitten, but an alligator. A baby alligator... A guide-eater. ...abandoned next to the roadway... A guider. ...on 441 in Dauphin County near the border with Lancaster. Nice. Alligators do not belong in Amish country, I'm pretty sure. He was only two and a half feet long, was found in a, a plastic bin. The owner of the rescue said the alligator was underweight and is being treated... Police and the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission were informed of the discovery. Alligators are legal to keep as pets Hey, right, honey, look!
3: Look at the side of the road. It's a baby gator. Why are you
2: talking like that? They don't talk like that in Pennsylvania. Oh, it's Pennsylvania. Well, I'm thinking. I'm th- <laughs> please pay attention to your states.
3: I, I'm instantly thinking Florida.
2: Well, he would be more comfortable in Florida. He certainly doesn't belong I still in think Pennsylvania.
3: It'd fit, it'd fit if someone saw a gator on the side of the road. Just don't
2: abandon your pets on the side of the road i don't care if they're i mean this is why we've got the mess that we have in florida right now with all the pythons eating everything yesterday our story was about a python that was found with an entire alligator in its tummy so there's a lot of that going on Uh, new york zoo is making history with the rare birth of asian elephant twins there's nothing oh look at that somebody said was buddy abandoned or was he roaming all right that's not funny <laughs> did did you save buddy or did you steal him is that what you're saying
3: i want oh, to confirm nor tonight
2: wait a minute i hadn't really thought about that before hmm well let me put it this way he didn't have a collar on he wasn't chipped so obviously he wasn't being taken my, care of that's how my
3: parents got our first dog uh buzz who showed up christmas day at our friend's house this buzz? was
2: f- why was he called buzz shouldn't he have been called leon or something
3: i called him buzz lightyear when oh, i was a kid gotcha. but i think okay. they called him but that was his name buzz he was a year before i was my mom was pregnant with me when they found him and basically what the story is is that he came to a friend's house christmas eve and they and then um my dad wanted to keep him and my mm-hmm. mom wasn't sure about it and the next day they were like we should keep him and then buzz became part of our family i was born and that was the best dog what was he he was a golden retriever chow mix okay i don't think it, mutts he, are the best so he they're was, the best dogs ever he was he was a good boy
2: so i don't know teresa i don't think i stole him but either way he's ours and he's been ours for eight years now it was his birthday yesterday he came to us eight years ago yesterday.
3: Happy birthday. Yeah.
2: So if you want to see the twins at the Roseman Guilford Zoo, they are really, really cute. Uh, they announced that um, that the mama, Mallie, and both calves are doing very well. And let's face it, there's nothing cuter than a baby elephant, except maybe a baby buddy or a baby buzz. We'll be back tomorrow. Looking forward to spending Thursday with you. Thanks for joining us here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Have a great day.